In a world where there are many sports podcasts, one stands above them all. Three teams, two leagues, one dream. It's Triple Threat with your hosts, Jeremiah, Eric, and Sam. And they only have one question for you. Are you ready for some football? Alright, what's going on guys? It's Triple Threat back at you with another one. Hello. So, Alright, well, we got your boys, it's me, and then we got Jeremiah and Sammy on the other line. You know it. And Sammy, I believe, is gone for right now, but he'll be here soon. But we're going to get started without him. Yep. Alright, so today is just a one-basis episode, which is free agents out from the 2020 to 2021 season. Yep. So, what you got for us, Jeremiah? So, we're going to go top 15 free agents, and at 15, we have Patrick Peterson, cornerback from the Arizona Cardinals. This is a 2021 class, guys. That's crazy. And you know, if he's number 15, this is a pretty deep class. Yeah. These are also a lot of potential free agents. They're not guaranteed free agents. Exactly. All right. So, who do you think is going to pick him up and why? Well, if let's say Arizona doesn't sign him, which is what we're going to say with a lot of these players, I would Which say is top three destinations. One would mainly be Kansas City because they've never really had a number one cornerback. They've needed that. That's true. Uh, two, I would say Eagles because they would need somebody to compliment Darius Slay. Yeah, because they got rid of Malcolm Jenkins. And yeah, and three, I would say would be the Cowboys. Oh yeah, insanity on that cornerback they've never had any good ones exactly and i already explained for kansas city and eagles they just need somebody to compliment Darius slay like i said because really if they get somebody to lock up on the other side of the field then their defense would be really really good like oh yeah i got you the Cowboys, they just need some kind of corner out there besides Quandre Diggs. I think I said that right. But, yeah, I mean, they just no, need I don't think you mentioned that. But I get you. I got what you're saying. Yeah. And it makes sense, definitely. Yeah. All right, so who we got next? All right. At number five, uh, 14, we have Anthony Harris, safety from Minnesota Vikings. Okay. I was wondering. I don't know Anthony Harris personally because I think Harrison Smith really is the only safety I know from the Vikings, but is he backup or is he the opposite to Harrison Smith? Uh he's not a backup. He's actually a starter and he's did pretty good. He done he he's had he last year he had a pretty good season. He had mm-hmm. sixty tackles and six Ooh. interceptions. Oof, that's good. Yeah. That's very good. Oh, yeah. 
Really so he good. would be their free safety, correct? Yeah, he'd be the free safety. Okay, I got you. Hmm. Yeah. So I would say if he doesn't sign with the Vikings, his top three destinations would either be maybe potentially Arizona. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say Kansas City. No, that wouldn't be Kansas City. Oh, definitely would... not. No. They're uh, good. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Cowboys. Oh, yeah. I can see and, that. And, oh, man, maybe the Colts. Maybe the Colts. Yeah. Isn't Malik Hooker their safety? Yeah, but, I mean, they're, they're not, like, great at safety at the safety spot right now. Exactly. But they're not gotcha. bad. Right. Okay. So, basically, Malik Hooker, I've seen the way he plays, and he's very Tyron Matthew-esque, so yeah. I believe he's good at free safety. But, honestly. I mean, they could line up somebody else beside him, too, because, I mean, usually oh yeah. they don't just run like a one safety set anymore. It's more kind of like – because right now in the NFL, you need kind of like a little hybrid safety, like a corner slash safety slash linebacker, because somewhat like a Tyron Matthew-esque, because you need somebody who's fast and can keep up with slot receivers, but then you need also somebody physical enough to blo- uh, guard tight ends. Right, I got you. That makes sense. Yeah, someone like Daniel Sorensen for the Chiefs. I guess, yeah, that'd be a good comparison, but... That's the only one no, I can come up with. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Let's see. Who else would be a good fit? Um, I feel like Bengals, honestly, because I believe Von Bell's the only safety that I know of that they have that's, like, top-notch. Yeah. And I feel like if they got someone lined up next to him that was close to his caliber or maybe just a little bit below – They'd be set on defense. Yeah. That part anyway. Yeah. That'd be the only other place I'd say. Yeah. I think you're right. Well, then again, the Jets. But the Jets need a lot of things. Yeah, that's that's true. That is really true. They need a lot uh, – well, not necessarily a linebacker. Well, yeah, they do need linebacker even though C.J. Mosley is injured. Yeah, they need cornerbacks. They need offensive linemen. They need maybe a receiver to make they. They need they a running back. Mm-hmm. They, they need the entire. They need the entire team. Yeah, that's a that's a rough description of what they need. No. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's kind of a summary that I that's have. A summary, yeah, summary, yeah. Come on. Look at how bad they've stripped their defense down, and their offense is not looking. It's just, but anyway. Yeah. Okay. We got. It. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So who's next? All right. At number fourteen, we have Shaq. I mean, thirteen. We have 13. Shaq Barrett. Okay. Or Shaquille Barrett, where however you want to say his name. He's an edge from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. And for those yeah. who don't remember or don't know, uh Shaq Barrett, he had he he tied the NFL uh oh, oh sorry guys, I'm I'm slipping. He was he was tied for the most sacks last year with nineteen and a half. 
it was tied with Chandler Jones, I'm pretty sure. Dang. Makes sense. Yeah. That's pretty good. This year he hadn't had such a good year, but he's he's still a good pass rusher. Well, yeah. And you got to understand, with Tampa Bay picking up Brady, I mean, honestly, they're starting to become an offense-first kind of team, more than they were with uh Jameis Winston. Oh, yeah. So it makes sense. Okay. So now talking about Shaq Barrett. He's 28 years old, and he had – well, like I said, 19 and a half sacks last year, and he had 37 quarterback hits, which is pretty good. Yeah. So the top three teams I would say I could see him going to would be – oh, man, let's see. Where would he go? Uh, no. Is he an edge rusher or is he a linebacker? He's an edge rusher. Well, line, linebacker, outside linebacker, edge rusher, however you want to put him. Okay. I sure. mean – Hmm, like, that's kind of a hard one, guys. We're trying to figure out where he could go. Do the Vikings need someone to compliment Anthony Barr on the outside? Now, see, that's a good, that's a good one. That, he could go there. Yeah. That would be a good, that would be a good pass rush out there now, man. That, that'd be awesome to see. One thing that's a given, like, like we said before, one that's a given is 100%. The Jets, they need everything. Well, yeah, that's 100% given, but I don't think they're going to get 100% of the free agents. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't think they have enough picks to. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Um, let's see. Hmm. Um... See, I know the Steelers are kind of set on defense, but how are their linebackers? Well, funny that you mentioned that. They actually got a free agent outside linebacker this year. Well, huh. Potential free agent. Anyway. We'll talk about him later. Yeah. Um, the, the Steelers, they'd be in an interesting place because if they let Bud Dupree walk, like, yeah. which is a free agent, then they could have a potential need there. But right. – I mean, I don't see as much. They might just take, bring back Bud Dupree. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, so, I know, honestly, if the Cardinals hasn't chosen Isaiah Simmons in the draft last year, I would have actually said he could have gone to Arizona because they need someone to line up beside Chandler Jones on the opposite end. Yeah. But now that they have Isaiah Simmons, they don't have to worry about that. So Yeah. Um, the Bengals, maybe? The Bengals? Hmm. Pretty sure they could use That's, depth at linebacker. That would be a good fit, I'd say. That'd be a good fit. That'd be more like if they had one more – if they added a piece or two more. Mm-hmm. That would be their move because they they would push for a playoff contention because you have Joe Burrow back, right? right. Two pick, mm-hmm. uh, no, I'll take it back. Uh, top five pick, I'm pretty sure. Right. Right. Gotcha. And you add all those assets and whatnot to Joe Burrow and hit, hit, compliment him, compliment play complimentary football for uh, with him on offense, and whatnot, or in defense. <clears throat> and then you got a good team, you really do. 
Yeah. Just need to um, get offensive linemen, get a little bit edge rush, though, yeah. Yeah. And honestly, you said that Shaquille Barrett is really good at getting to the quarterback. Yeah. Think about that linebacker that good at getting to the quarterback and pair him up with, you know, two of the two of some of the best front defense ever, uh Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap. They've yeah. been really good. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Um hmm. That's about all I can think of right now, bro. Like that off the top of my head, though. Off the top of my That's head. pretty much everything. I would say Baltimore, but I'm trying to remember exactly who they have. Yeah. I mean that's a potential landing spot, but Yeah. Not necessarily one I'd say definitely. Right. Okay. So I guess we'll move on. Who's next? Okay. At number twelve, we have Levante David. Also from the Buccaneers, but he's an inside linebacker. Oh, middle? Yeah, middle linebacker. Okay. And, man, guys, he's had 100-plus tackles this year is all I know, and he's he's looked pretty good. Mm. He's looked pretty good. He's a tackling machine. I think for a while, I forgot how long it was, but somewhere around the season, I think it was like week 10 or something like that, he was averaging like 10 tackles a game. That's crazy. Which was like leading the league at that time. Oh, yeah. I can see how that's leading the league. Dang. Hmm. Wow. I was like, whoa, that's pretty good right there now. Yeah. Um. So, in terms of where to go. Hmm. So, a name that just taught a, a, a place where he could go that just went, uh, I just thought of. Yeah. And it would be really good for them, would hmm. be the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Now, I was thinking see, that. If they could add a tackling linebacker that could, complimentary, uh, could play complimentary football with uh, Anthony Hitchens or whatnot. Mm-hmm. They would be sideline to sideline, and then you you you've got that taken care of. You can stop the run. I so believe. I believe, if I remember correctly, the Chiefs more often than not run a four three. Yeah. So um, honestly, if you add two amazing middle linebackers, if you keep Anthony Hitchens and add Shaquille Barrett to that inside linebacker position, that three four. If Andy Reid switched to a three four instead of a four three, you mean imagine how deadly that would be? Linebacker and put Anthony at middle. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But that would be deadly, definitely. That would be deadly too. Now, be like where they were before they got a, uh, oh, what's his name, Steve Spagnola. Oh yeah, that's what they're running with when they had D Ford and Justin Houston and all them. Right. Oh man, that would be cool to see though, bro. But uh besides besides Kansas City. Now, I could see him maybe going to the Rams. Okay. That's Now, I'll explain why. Okay. They lost their middle linebacker. I, oh man, I forgot what his name was. 
He uh, by when they went to the Super Bowl, he was a star for him. He was um, fifty-eight, I think. I forgot what his name was, but Clay Ma- no Clay Matthews. No, it wasn't Clay Matthews. But yeah. he they lost him to free agency. He was really good for him. Okay, and they they've lost a lot of key pieces on defense, which they've gotten through the draft and free agency and all that. But if they right. added him, they would be pretty set for playoff contention. Like, well, they're playoff contention right now, but they would be pretty set on defense. Oh yeah, definitely. I can see that. Yeah. Hmm. Besides that, maybe the Broncos. Maybe. Yeah, because you said Von Miller was on this list, didn't you? Uh, yeah, he's on the list later on. But maybe the Raiders too, I would say, because yeah, I don't Raiders... know anyone notable that they've got in the linebacker. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that, the Raiders, and then the Broncos, especially if they get rid of Von Miller. Good lord, their defense is going to go downhill. Yeah, and they need some bright spot. Yeah. yeah. I feel like those are the only spots that I can honestly think of right now. Yeah. I got you. Okay, so yeah. who's next? Um, Let's see. Who we got next? We got Vaughn Miller. <laughs> Which number is this? I'm trying to think. Uh, It's number 11. All right. Let's see. Vaughn Miller. Wow. Honestly, I'd like to say I don't care how old he is right now. I believe a lot of teams would kill to have this man on their defense. He's 31 years old. Yeah, people would still kill to have him on defense. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, just for a couple of years. I mean, that's still pretty good. Like, you throw him at playoff contenders. Like, oh, where can you go at playoff contenders? Maybe the – oh, maybe the Chargers maybe? No, well, because Melvin Ingram, he's kind of getting older. I, no, they extended oh, yeah. him. I'll take that back. They extended him. Uh, yeah. Maybe the Rams? Yeah, he the Rams play need a lot of help on linebackers. Because they could run like a 3-4, whatnot. No, that's what they run right now. They had Clay Matthews, but they got rid of him. They they could potentially put Vaughn Miller outside line. Bro, could you imagine how scary that would be, though? Yes, Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald on the same team, chasing you down from both sides. Yeah, that's scary right there. Now, I feel bad for all the quarterbacks that go up against Los Angeles if that would happen. Oh man, you ain't kidding. Hmm. Another team that he could go to. Well, uh. Hmm. I would say potentially just because you get to play the Broncos twice a year, maybe Kansas City. I mean, yeah, our outside linebackers are decent, but I we mean, could definitely use an we could use a linebacker like Von Miller. You could put him on the four three and have him on the end or whatnot the whole time, and yeah, compliment uh, uh, Frank Clark and Chris Jones. But that would be scary yeah. too, bro. That would be deadly. Oh, man, that would be awesome. You know what would be a little bit crazier to me? And this is insane, and this would probably be the scariest duo of linebackers in the NFL if he went here. Well, yeah. Bears. 
Bears. Imagine Vaughn Miller on one outside linebacker position and Khalil on the other rushing the quarterback. You would see that DeMarcus Ware and Vaughn Miller duo that they had when they went to the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah. It would be even better than that, really, because you have Vaughn Miller kind of edging out of his prime, and then you got Khalil Mack in his prime. Exactly. I mean, I would say yes on every occasion, except for this one, because during free agency, they signed a defensive end. It was last free agency. I'm trying to think of his name. He played for the Cowboys. I can't uh, his name, but they do like a four-year deal, and it was like a hundred something million dollars or something like that. Maybe it's five year. I can't remember. It's five or four or five. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Hmm. Well, in that case, it's Jalen Smith still with the Cowboys. Yeah, he's still with Cowboys. Jalen Smith and Von Miller. That would be pretty nasty. Send Vaughn to Dallas and see how he'd do. That's what I'd say. That would be pretty cool right there now. It'd be interesting. Plus, they do need linebacker help. I mean, yeah, like I said, they they need edge help is really what they need. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you have Vaughn Miller, you could get to the quarterback nine times out of ten if you run the right defense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, so who we got next? So next we have Bud Dupree. Is this number 10, right? Yeah, number 10. All right, Bud Dupree. Wait, Bud. Okay, I will say, I don't think the Steelers are going to let him walk. Yeah, I don't think they will either. But, yeah, if he were to leave, he's another linebacker, isn't he? Or is he an edge rusher? Yeah, well, he's a linebacker edge rusher, kind of oh, like so, outside. So he's like Vaughn. He's like Vaughn and uh, uh, a Shaq Barrett. Okay, got you. Um, hmm. I'd honestly say if Vaughn isn't picked up by any of the other teams I mentioned, um, I'd probably say Bud Dupree. Isn't he a bit younger? A couple years. Uh, yeah, he's a couple years younger. Younger. Than Vaughn, okay. Yeah, than Vaughn, yeah. If you wanted a bit more lasting time out of a linebacker that's close to the same caliber as Vaughn Miller, I'd probably say Bud Dupree is one of those. Yeah, I would say so, too. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably just keep my answer for Vaughn. Yeah. I just feel like Bud could actually last just a little bit longer. So. Yeah, I don't see Bud leaving the Steelers. Right of course. There. Unless they were to get like a a, a tricky signing trade or maybe like just sign him and then like trade him later on whenever they can or what. Like sign him during free agency and then later on during the draft period or whatnot they could trade him. But I don't think that would happen. But, I mean, you never can tell. Like the Giants, they said they weren't never going to – they weren't going to just sign OBJ and then trade him. That's true. And then they did. uh, And then they did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you never know. I mean, if I if the Steelers let him walk, I'd honestly figure 
if they let him walk and then they can pick up Vaughn for maybe an undisclosed amount of money, it'll be quite a bit, but not too much. Yeah. Um, and then just let Bud Dupree walk and use Vaughn. Bud could go for a lot of different teams and he'd definitely go a little bit cheaper, a lot cheaper than Vaughn would. Yeah. I mean, hmm. But that's all I've got to say about Bud Dupree. Yeah, me too. Huh. Okay. I'd I'd really think he'd stay with his team, to be honest. Oh, yeah, definitely. It'd be kind of stupid for him to leave. Yeah. Okay, so who we got next? All right, we got Kenny Galladay. Number nine. Number nine. Gotcha. Kenny Galladay. You should just retire. I'm sorry. He's out of his prime. He's been out of his prime for the last three years. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I don't think he should retire yet because he's only 27 years old. And, I mean, he would still be a good wide receiver, too. Yeah. Or one on certain teams. Right. Ooh. Hmm. So, he's been with the Lions for a long time. I'll tell you one team that would really need him. Falcons. Big time. No, not the Falcons, even oh. though they could use a big oh yeah time a big bodied receiver like himself. But actually, I might add them to my list. There's three teams, yeah, including the Falcons, that could need him. The other two I would say would be Kansas City. Definitely. Because yeah. They have a lot of shifty, small, fast wide receivers. They could get that big jump ball wide uh wide receiver out there that they need. Take some pressure and off, Kelsey. Then, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And the next you have, oh, man, it just slipped my – oh, in-division rival, the Green Bay Packers. Ooh. That makes a lot of sense because they have two – they have an elite receiver in Devontae Adams, and then they have an up-and-coming receiver in Mardis, or uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah. But they need a third. They need but- someone to take the pressure off those two when they're covered. They need a good, reliable receiver is what they need. Because yeah. Scantling, he would be a really good three receiver. And you could put Kenny at the two. And then he would thrive with Kenny Galladay and, like, Devontae Adams out there. Because if you have those two good receivers out there, then everybody else is going to let you wide open practically. I mean, you just yeah. look at how De- DeAndre Hopkins took, like, five cornerbacks. Uh, against the uh, L.A. Rams a couple of weeks ago and let his tight end wide open just walk. Oh, yeah. Out. I mean, it was it was really hilarious. There's five corners that just shaded his way. I was like, wow. That's how yeah, you that's... hop right there. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's also how you get other players open. So, so. Exactly. Exactly. That makes sense. I can see him going to Green Bay, definitely. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. Green Bay, Green Bay would be a good place. Um, Kansas City, I'm still kind of iffy on that because, yes, I do believe we need a big wide receiver to take the stress off of Kelsey after some time. Yeah. But, hmm. And I agree with Atlanta, too, because Julio, he's good, but he's getting up there in age. He's starting Yeah. Up. Calvin yeah. Ridley's good. Um, honestly, I – see him because of his size a bit more of an elusive back or elusive receiver. Um, yeah. So I agree with that, but 
let's see. One receiver, one place he needs to go. Let's see. The Bills, and I'll tell you why. Cole Beasley is doing great. I'm not going to take anything away from him. Yeah. But he's getting up there in age. Yeah, that's true. He's getting a lot older, so I believe they need, you know, another wide receiver they can fall back on. A.J. Brown. Wait, A.J. Stephon Diggs, yeah. Yeah, Steph Diggs and um, John Brown. John Brown. John Brown. Okay, yeah. Um, Stephon Diggs and Don Brown, two very good receivers, definitely. And it seems like the Bills have always had a really good tight end as well. Yeah. But, I mean, the Bills are kind of in the same boat as the Chiefs. They could definitely use one to keep some of the stress off of their other receivers and their tight end. But Yeah. They could definitely use a big muscular receiver, or not muscular, but big receiver like Kenny Galladay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if Cole Beasley did decide to up and retire in a year or two, I can understand why they would go for him. Yeah. That's the only other place I could think of. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be moving on now to, I think, number Number eight. eight. Yep, number eight. Chris Godwin, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. I don't think they're going to let him go personally, but we can talk about what teams he could go to. That's a, that's an interesting one because A.B., if he be- becomes valuable enough that the Buccaneers potentially might want to bring him back, that's a big if, then that might leave – that might make him have to trade Chris Godwin, which I really doubt, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. Crazier things have happened. Um, of course. But if – let's say if the Buccaneers let him walk, a team that I could see him going to would be already the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah. And another NFC North division rival or a division opponent, the Bears. Ooh. Now, here's here's why I'm saying this. Because even if they let – if Allen Robinson walks or if he, he comes back, they yeah. need a wide receiver out there to compliment compliment him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they need another wide receiver out there for Mitchell Trubisky to throw to besides Jimmy Graham and Allen Robinson. But if they get get one more wide receiver out there, then they would be pretty set for contention, like literally. Yeah. I got every, you. Every year at least. I mean, this year they technically kind of are. It's either them or the Cardinals. But if they get this one – if they get one more wide receiver, I believe – Legit starting number two wide receiver, number one in the NFL anywhere practically, then they they would be set. I got you. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. Um, let's see. When it comes to Chris Godwin, Mike Evans is the strong armed wide receiver of the Bucks, correct? And I believe. Um, well, yeah, Chris- big bodied. Uh, a little fast wide receiver. Yeah, and I believe Chris Godwin is more elusive, correct? Yeah, he's more a little speed, kind of elusive guy, yeah. Okay. Hmm. That actually makes this really simple. I would say the Giants, and I'll tell you why. 
they have Sterling Shepard is a big bodied receiver and Evan Ingram is a great tight end, but they, ever since they got rid of OBJ, they don't really have any depth for an elusive receiver. Yeah. So that's, that's probably the biggest reason why I could see him going to New York. Yeah. And then I do agree with you with the bears, but let's see. And the Packers definitely. Um, Kansas City. That's the only other one because, you know, they've got Demarcus Robinson, but he's getting up there in age as well. Um, And I know Andy Reid's favorite wide receiver is an elusive, quick receiver. And Chris Godwin is pretty much up there. Yeah, I mean, he's a little – he's bigger than Tyree, but he's not like the guy Kenny Galladay could be for them. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, if Sammy Watkins does opt into retirement in a few years, they are going to need a younger, more, you know, faster, versatile receiver. I doubt Sammy Watkins will enter retirement this soon, but he's got such a big contract that they could decide, well, let's see about this. And then they're like, we could get somebody better than him and just cut him is what they could do. He was going to make like 14 mil until they like kind of read his contract where he could come back to them because they could have cut him and not yeah. lost any money out of it. I got you. And I was like, wow, that guy, he wants to play with the Chiefs. I was like, man, <laughs> I don't blame him. Oh, yeah. But yeah, those are the only places I can see him going, honestly. Yeah. Well, well. I take that back. Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll agree with you there. And same for Kenny Galladay, too, because I didn't think about mm-hmm. Indianapolis off the top of my head. Well, I will say Indianapolis is, or if I could English correctly tonight, um, I would say Indianapolis for Kenny Galladay wouldn't work out solely because if you look at their history, they're not really a big strong receiving type of, you know, drafter signer. You know, you look at T.Y. Hilton, you look at legends like Marvin Harrison. They're very yeah. quick. They're very silent. They're very elusive. And I believe Scott, if they signed anyone at wide receiver out of free agency, um, I'd probably have to say Chris Godwin would fit them a lot better in the way they run the, in the way they run their offense. Yeah. That'd be the only reason. Yeah. All right, guys. That does it for the first half of the Triple Threat podcast. Yep. We'll see you back after we get break. break. Yep, we're going to cut to break. All right, we'll see you then. All right, welcome back, guys. Back from break, brought to you by Anchor. Yep. The best and only way to make a podcast. Yep. All right, so back on to the – let's just not waste any more time. Let's get back into that free agency. All right, number Jeremiah, seven. what you got? At number seven, we have Allen Robinson, wide receiver, Chicago Bears. Ooh. Okay. Now I see why you were talking about um, Chris Godwin going to the Bears. Yeah. 
I mean, just I in case you. Allen Robinson does walk or if he doesn't. Decide okay. Okay, I got you. So, some places for him. Let's see. See, now, I'll say this. I think he might walk potentially because they've he's tried to get a uh, talk with the – the ownership or whatnot about a contract extension, and they okay. really haven't replied back to him, and he's having That's a hard right. time, like connecting or not connecting, but necessarily, but trying to work with him. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Um, honestly, I've repeated it for Kenny, Kenny Galladay and um, Chris Godwin. I feel like. All the teams we said before, um, the way Allen Robinson plays, I feel like um, the places Chris Godwin could go, he could go too. I mean, yeah, they're pretty close to the same talent. If you if it when it boils down to it all, yeah. Um, honestly, I'd say Indy more than any place because honestly, Ty's not getting any younger. Um, they're gonna need a good wide receiver to replace him soon. And I feel like Allen Robinson, since he's a bit younger, a lot, well, sorry, not a bit, a lot younger. Yeah. He could definitely take T.Y.'s spot. Yeah. See, some another place I'm thinking of that he could go, he could go to the Eagles. Ooh. Yeah. Because Alshon, he's getting older, and yeah. he's not as productive as he once was. Jalen Regal, where he's literally – Besides Deshaun Jackson, who's also getting old, he's one of the oh, only yeah. receivers that is reliable. Right. Um, and definitely, if they got – well, if the Eagles could make two big moves in free agency, I'd say it's picking up Allen Robinson and Chris Godwin if they yeah. both walk. Yeah. Uh, also – Personally, if I wanted anyone, if I wanted Jalen Rigor to sit behind anyone and learn from anyone, it'd probably not be Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. But hmm. I bet he could learn quite a bit from Chris Godwin. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah. Um, another place I could potentially see him go to is the San Francisco 49ers. Yes. Okay, I see that. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Depends on how much they would be willing to give him. That's true. Uh, I feel like San Fran, because they let Emmanuel Sanders go, they would definitely pay him. Yeah, they could. They could potentially. Yeah, because George Kittle's not going to catch everything. Yeah. I mean, he. yeah, that's true. That's true. Hmm. All right, we're going to be moving on to number six, guys. And at number six, we have Aaron Jones. Mm, Aaron Jones. Now, see, this is interesting because before this, me and Eric were talking about it, and we think one destination that could be potential for him is the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. Because I told Eric, I said, no disrespect to Kenyon Drake, but if they could have a power running back, a little, 
N- not necessarily as elusive as Kenyon, but a little bit more powerful. Like he can he can play physical. Would right. be Aaron Jones, and he he's elusive and he he can catch. I mean, he's not the fastest running back you'll find out there, but I mean, he's he's dependable. Right, definitely. Um, and if they wanted to keep Kenyon Drake, like I said before, or like I said to Jeremiah. Imagine how – imagine Arizona doing, you know, copying Cleveland and KC in which, you know, a power back and elusive back kind of swips, you know, flip-flop and share playing time, kind of like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt or uh, uh, Clyde and Le'Veon. Now, see, another interesting uh, fact or – or something interesting also is Kenyon it will be a free agent after this year too. Oh. I didn't know that. So they could do a little switcheroo instead of bringing back Kenyon they could just get AJ uh Aaron Jones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that I can definitely see that. But that would mean they'd probably have to get a backup to cover him because they don't exactly have a reliable backup right now. Well, I mean, they got Chase Edmonds. He's he's somewhat reliable. Yeah. Ooh. And Chase Edmonds, he's only, what, been in the NFL a couple of years? Uh, I think it's like four, maybe five, I want to say. Okay. He could learn quite a bit from Aaron Jones. That way... If they sign Aaron Jones to maybe a one or two year contract, you know, have Chase Edmonds sit behind him, and if he learns anything, maybe he could just be their starting running back in a couple of years, and they don't have to worry about drafting one. Yeah, that's true. That's just an idea, though. Okay. Besides that, man, maybe the Falcons depends on what they're wanting to do if in rebuilding or whatever because even if they rebuild they could try to build around whoever's in command at quarterback at that time whether it's going to be Matt Ryan or a future draft pick or whether they're just going to add more firepower for Matt Ryan to throw to yeah um yeah and I can see him going there because honestly I feel like Todd's going to be gone after this year. Yeah. Because, I mean, he didn't produce near as good as the Falcons expected. Yeah. But, honestly, Aaron Jones might be able to do a lot better. And Todd Gurley could actually go to a number of places and actually be a really good running back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that'd be one place. Uh, let me think. I'd love to. I for some reason my brain was saying the Saints. I don't know why. Mostly because you know how they played with uh, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram for a few years there. But let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Ooh, um, 
I'm going to say what I say about a lot of running backs that we talk about. Yeah. If Aaron Jones would want to go anywhere where he would get all the playing time and, you know, actually be in a system that might be able to help him a little bit more if they make the right choices in the draft, it would probably be Cincinnati. Because we all know Joe Mixon's getting up there in age. He's not getting any younger. He's okay, but he's nowhere near how he was a year or two ago. And I feel like Aaron Jones could come behind and bring up, pick up the slack. And if they wanted to, either sign him to a one or two year contract or sign Aaron Jones and, you know, let Joe Mixon either get cut or walk sooner or later. Yeah. You know? I'd say team that could really use him right now would be the yeah. Steelers. Because Ooh, yeah. they have basic running backs right now at running back, but they could use him and utilize him very well. Right. Yeah, I can see that. All right. So we're going to move on to our number five player. And it is Justin Simmons, safety for the Denver Broncos. Wow. I feel like he's going to get re-signed. He's done some good this year. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have much production as he did two years ago, or last year, actually, I take it back. But he could be pretty good. Yeah, I can see it, definitely. Um, Some places he could go. Free safety, right? Yep. Okay. Um. Huh. Arizona. I mean, after they gave up Tyron Matthew, they really haven't had a free safety. They're set with Buda Baker for now, but. Yeah, I could see. I could see him Arizona and the Dallas Cowboys. Oh yeah, Dallas is in dire need of a safety. And maybe the Eagles, too, since they don't got Malcolm Jenkins anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to say the same thing that I did with um, our other safety that we were talking about earlier. Uh, the Bengals. I mean, Von Bell, pair him up with another safety on the opposite end, and I think... It doesn't matter who it is as long as they have good playing. I mean, if they have a few years left in them and they play really well, pair them up next to Von Bell, and I think you've got a deadly, you know, backfield. See, some team I just thought of, too, is if uh, Atlanta thinks about bringing back Keneal Neal, they could potentially Mm -hmm. put him alongside him and have a one-two punch. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't think about that. In case they're wanting to contend next year. Right. Now, personally, I honestly think if the Falcons are going to do anything, it's probably going to be give them one or two years to rebuild. Kind of how the Patriots are kind of going to do things. Yeah. But, yeah, if they want to contend next year, I definitely think going for this guy would definitely help. Yeah. That's all I can really think. Well, wait. 
I know Ha Ha Clinton Dix got. Uh, I know the Packers let him walk either last year or the year before. Yeah. He was with their kind. Wait, what? He was with the Cowboys there for a little while, and then he got cut. So. Yeah. yeah. I know the Packers may actually need someone at safety, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, I mean, there's one place he can end up. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to be moving on to number four, and that's Joe Tooney, offensive guard for the New England Patriots. Ooh, yeah. Hmm, offensive guard. Okay, I have been ranting about this the whole year because the Kansas City Chiefs need yes. an offensive lineman in the inside, like an interior offensive lineman. Yeah. They need a center or an offensive guard really bad. Yeah. Really, really bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was actually, as soon as you said offensive guard, I was like, I know exactly where he needs to yeah, go. Yeah, Exactly. Holy crap. Honestly, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Andy Reid went and got freaking Joe Thomas out of retirement and said, come play for us. We'll give you a million dollars. No, like 10. Yeah, I was going to say it would be like 10 or 20. 100 million. 100 million. Two-year, 100 million dollar contract. (laughs) Whoa, okay. That ain't a one-sided deal right there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I mean, two-year, 50 million. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever he'd want. At this point, I feel like Andy Reid would pay for a decent um, O-lineman. Yeah. He would just start pulling out money and throwing it at them. So, Another team I could see getting an offensive guard would be the Cardinals. Because yes, protect Murray at all costs. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. They need a little more protection, and they would be pretty good because that is that is somewhat what has made them eight and seven this year. Because really, they should have been like eleven and five or twelve and four. I mean, at least because they they've had so much potential, but they just haven't lived up to it. Yeah, I got you. Um, some others that I could think of. You mentioned earlier when we were talking about Zeke that the Cowboys' offensive line has been horrid last couple of years. Yeah. So I think that would be another place. Yeah. Texans and... might also be another option, too, if they decide they're like, okay, we're not going to rebuild. We're going to go all in for this next season. So they just kind of start picking up veterans here and there and try to build together a decent team. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. Um, one last team that I could say that is going to start re is rebuilding right now around a great quarterback that could really use linemen, offensive line. Um, Cincinnati. That that's a good that's a good choice. They really do need offensive linemen really bad. Oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty much all I can think of though. Yeah. So. All right, let's move on. All right, so at number three, we have Alejandro Alejandro Villanueva. Yeah, you said it right. Okay, I I probably said it so wrong, but okay. It's okay. 
right. So right. he's a left tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to say all the same teams as the as Joe Thune. I mean, it doesn't matter where it is. Honestly, KC needs tackle, left tackle, or KC just needs offensive line in general. Yeah. Same thing with the Bengals, same thing with the Cowboys. They just need someone there to at least start helping yeah. and then build off that. Oh, yeah. Another team that I don't think gets talked about enough that needs offensive linemen because they have one great one that doesn't have any help from his others is Philly. Yeah. Jason Kelsey has no help up there blocking. He's the only one doing his job. Yeah. So, I mean, they could definitely use someone else on that offensive line to, you know, help. Yeah. But I wouldn't go Alejandro Villanueva. He's a bit older. Yeah. I I could see maybe... Maybe the Seahawks picking him up in case DeWan Brown decides to retire through this year or if they want to move him on the other side to protect Russell Wilson. Yeah. Maybe the Vikings too. Yeah. I mean, Kirk has been sacked so many times. Yeah. He could be okay if they gave him enough time to throw. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's pretty much all I've got, honestly. Yeah, me too. All right, so we're going to move on to number two, and that is Trent Williams. To be honest, guys, I had the same same kind of destinations practically as I do for Andre Villanueva. So, yeah, I mean, there could be some teams that might move him into guard because he's kind of a little bigger than kind of normal yeah. offensive tackles. Right. Which that would open a lot more doorway or potential landing spots for him, I, you would say. Maybe the Cowboys, because I do not know about Tyron Smith if he's going to be there next year. But I do know they need a, a lot of offensive line help. And he would yeah. be an instant gap filler. I can see that, definitely. Trent Williams is on the younger side as well of all the offensive linemen on this list. So, I mean, personally, I could see a lot of teams picking him up for his price. Yeah. And for his age, definitely. Because people want – if you're going to build onto an O-line that you want to hold for – quite a few years, I would go with a younger option, and I believe Alejandro Villanueva is a bit older in comparison. So, yeah. yeah, A lot of teams will be pulling for Trent Williams, and he's a very good offensive tackle, but like you said, he could be moved to guard, and he could do just as good. Yeah. Hmm. I'd have to go with the same ones before as well, but I'd probably make... I don't know. That's the thing. I just don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. I'd probably just stick with all my teams beforehand, so. Yeah. Anyway. All right. right, You want to move on? So, we're moving on to the last guy. 
there, buddy. And awesome. he is Dak Prescott, number one quarterback for really? the Dallas Cowboys. So <laughs> he would be potential landing spot everywhere, practically. Yeah. Well, not I everywhere necessarily, except for like, let's say, except, except for a handful of teams, I would say, in the NFL. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. and I mean, I could see him maybe going to replace Ben Roethlisberger. I could see him going to the Colts to replace Philip Rivers. I could maybe yeah. see Vikings potentially think, okay, we're going to cut Kirk Cousins because he hasn't done anything as good as we were hoping he would, so then they could replace him. And I think they would save some money if they cut Kirk Cousins too. They would they wouldn't it wouldn't cost them that much. And yeah. then they could get Dak younger, better quarterback. And this is all if, if Cowboys don't get him. And Atlanta they could say, okay, Matt Ryan, you've been good for some years, but we're gonna get somebody better. And then uh yeah. The Panthers, they might think the same way about Teddy Bridgewater. Which, Teddy, he wasn't that bad last year. It's just they might want somebody better. And, and got, younger. And I mean, Teddy younger. Bridgewater is really old. Yeah. Getting there. Anyway. And but, if Tom Brady um, decides to retire after this year, they could get – the Buccaneers could get him. The Saints maybe because Drew Brees might be gone. There's literally so many options. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you got to put into consideration also. Um, I mean, Washington, I guess. Washington might be, able to start be there. another consideration. There's the 49ers. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Broncos, possibly. Oh, definitely. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, like you said, there's so many. Yeah, I mean, I mean he could – Potentially, I don't say they're a likely choice. Maybe the Jets or Jaguars. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Pers- personally, I would just say the um, the team with the biggest checkbook will probably get Dak. Yeah. Because he's asking for quite a bit. So, and I mean, I'd say he deserved it if he was a great fit for the Cowboys, but I don't think he really is. Yeah. So, I mean, he might be a great fit for another team, and they may give him the money that he asks for. So, good on them, and I hope he lands somewhere really well that fits his talent. Yeah. But let's say he does decide to stay, or let's just say we're coming from his perspective. He will have that good of receiving core almost anywhere in the NFL right now. You have potentially three wide receivers that could start for – Maybe half the teams in the NFL right now. At least right. at the least. I got you. And I mean he doesn't have that bad of offense around him besides the wide receivers. His tight end's starting to step up, his running backs he's been okay until this year, but that's off also the offensive line. They gotta build that up some. Oh yeah. Uh, their yeah. defense has gotta get a little more secondary help. And they're uh, their linebackers, they got to be healthy. Sean Lee and uh, uh, Leighton Vander Ashk and Jalen Smith. But they've got to right. have a good pass rush, too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But besides that, I mean, he could say, okay, 
do I want to stay and compete with maybe the best, potentially the best offense that I could get out of anywhere I could go, mm-hmm. or about everywhere that he could go, or do I want to go somewhere else and get a humongous paycheck? That's true. Um, honestly. Dak sticking around this long, even though his contract hasn't come up or has come up so many times and they haven't been able to settle, makes me think that he cares more about his team and his players and the people he's surrounded by rather than the money he's going to get, you know, because he's been so patient. That's what people don't realize. Everyone's focused on him, you know, going, oh, I want, you know. 40 million a year and everyone's just like well you don't deserve it people don't seem to realize that he's been waiting patiently for quite a few years before that yeah and then he's finally come out now and he starts yelling at the general managers and everyone looks at him and just goes calm down be patient so i mean i can understand it technically it technically wasn't all his fault either because they had the deal set out they were just, they were so close of getting it done. But Jerry didn't right. offer him another year. He only wanted to well he didn't want to offer him like I can't remember, it was like a three or four year deal. Instead he wanted to offer him a five year deal. Gotcha. And Dak didn't want that and Jerry wasn't willing to do a three or four year deal, so he's like, Okay, no deal. We're just gonna franchise tag you. Which is a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, it really is ridiculous. But, I mean, yeah, if if he does leave, wherever he goes, he'll definitely fit in, hopefully. Yeah. But the only reason I'll say that he will want to leave the Cowboys is probably his division. It's starting to come up a lot, like, You've got to understand, Philly's probably going to be sitting at the top of that division for the next few years if Jalen Hurts keeps playing like he has been. Yeah. It's going to be insane. Yeah. All right, guys. That's about all we got for you today. Yep. Hope you all enjoyed. Yep. Also, I want to mention this. We are... So darn close. I believe we're about 50 plays away from getting to a 1,000, guys. So I am very excited to announce that I have finished. I'm excited to press that button and make it go public. So what now? That was fine. You're very excited. Hoping to. This for riding through this, and I just thank you guys so much for your support, and I just can't thank you enough. Uh, so I'm just gonna go ahead and press.